Okay, Merivir Abaisai. So, continuing here along in the end of Perikhei of Sharaknia, last night we learned the Hashishi. And the sixth one, Chavazavavis, told us a rule, really, that's seen throughout Tanakh. You look in the books, Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, you look in the prophets, you look in Tehillim and Davramelech, the way they describe the difference between the Balgaiva, someone who's full of conceit, who thinks that he can determine his own destiny, someone who thinks that the power is in his own hands, his own mind, his own skills, and he takes credit for it, not realizing that everything he has is only from the goodness and the kindness of Hashem above. So that person who is full of pride and full of conceit loses actually Hashem's intervention with him. And Hashem says, you I don't want to have to do with. And the opposite, and those who are truly humble, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees to it that they will become even greater. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mashbel geyim Hashem lowers down those that want to raise themselves up. Hashem lowers down those who are arrogant. And He lifts up, he's, and He's mashbel the geyim, but he's but he lifts up those that are <clears throat> humble, those that make themselves low and understand truly that everything they have is from Hashem. So then Hashem says, that's the people that I want to promote in the world because the more that I allow them to, to be known and to give of the blessings and the goodness that I give to them, the more that my name will be recognized in the world. And that's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants His glory to be known in the world. And that's our task, that's our job. So to one who indeed imbibes that, Hashem actually gives him more. Now what does it mean Hashem gives him more? So it certainly can mean in a materialistic way, Hashem gives him more of the wherewithal to spread the name of Hashem. Hashem allows him even to have a certain amount of siyat deshmaya, a certain amount of uh, the divine blessing that is given to that person. And whatever he may do, I'll give a few examples. A few examples are in, in Torah itself. The Gemara tells us in Erevin, Erevin that you'd give him a base, Gemara tells us that we know Beishamai, Beishillel, they debated on many, many different halachis. Hillel and Shammai were the leaders of these two yeshivas, and Hillel and Shammai battled for two and a half years of who the halach is going to be like, because they held very different opinions, because they had very different approaches. And the Gemara says in the end, who was the halach like? Well, let's see. Shammai, they were sharper. They were quicker. They were smarter. But Hillel was an anvason. Hillel possessed the trait of humility. Not only was he humble, but whenever he used to discuss a matter in halacha, he used to first say, well, this is what my colleague Shammai says, and this is his opinion, well-founded, and this is what I put forth, this is my opinion. And Gemara says in the end, the halacha is like Hillel and Beit Beis Hillel. And for all time, for the whole rest of the world, not because they were wiser, not because they were sharper. On the contrary, the the people of Beishamai and his yeshiva were mechadet It says they were actually smarter. 
but still Beis Hillel exhibited the Midah of Anova, of humility, and therefore Hashem says, I'm going to exalt him, and therefore the Allah is going to be like him. It's an amazing thing. Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman Zatzal used to say over that the Shulchan Aruch we know was written by Rabbi Yosef Karay, who lived in the 1500s. And he says in his times, there were three Yosefs, three individuals, all brilliant Talmidei Chachamim, whose name were Yosef. He says that each of them really had the ability, had the capacity, and were, were worthy in terms of their scholarship to write the Shulchan Aruch. Each of these three Yosefs could have written the Shulchan Aruch. And it was only the base Yosef, as we know him, as Rabbi Yosef Kairi. He was the one who was Zeche because he was the most humble of all of those three. And the Chazanish used to say, that of the three, the other two were greater Lamdonim than the Beis Yosef. The other two actually surpassed the Beis Yosef in terms of genius, they were greater than him. But in terms of humility, the Beis Yosef won out. And therefore he was the one who merited to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Sefer, the Sefer of Aloha that's been used for the last 500 years and will be used until Mashiach comes. And where did that come from? That came from being humble. It's a Chazal. The Chazal tell us, Reb Chaim brings in his Sefer, the Chazal is a Mechilta. Moshe had the Zchus, the merit of approaching that thick cloud at Mount Torah. How did Moshe Rabbeinu have the, the merit to enter into the cloud? Me, Goram Loi, says the Chazal. Who gave him this ability? It was his humility. From here we see, whoever is a true, humble person, he'll bring the Shekhinah down to him. So certainly in terms of, if a person wants to get places in Torah, the more humble he is, the more he gives the credit to Hashem, the more merit will have, the greater it will be. And the truth is, it goes with anything. If a person wants to be successful, even if he wants to be successful in business, he wants to be successful in any venture, the more credit you give Hashem, the greater the source will be. <clears throat> I always used to say a little, uh, a little vignette. It's, it's, it's sounds humorous, but there's a lot of truth to it. I have a cousin, who can I know her? They have many children in that family. And a lot of the the uh, the girls, the, the daughters, the daughters-in-law, you know, sometimes be a little competition. Who makes a better cholent for Shabbos? So it always came out that one of them in particular always had the best cholent. Her cholent was always the tastiest. What was it? What was her trick? And they figured it out. That everybody else, they were quite adept in the kitchen. And they knew, they knew how to cook. I know how to do this, you do it this way, you do it that way, this recipe, this ingredients, this proportion. This particular one, she didn't really know much. So she just threw it all in as best as she can, and she gave a prayer heavenward. He says, Hashem, I really don't know how to do it. You take care of it. And therefore it came out the best. The the more we rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu and less on ourselves, then we're then we're met. It's met with success because then Hashem says, "Ah, that's the person who realizes that all is really controlled from on high, and we're just 
pawns in his hands. We're just actors on a play. But really, HaKadosh Baruch is doing everything. So that's the, that's the greatness of humility. The greatness of humility is, it doesn't make sense to be a Balgaiva. The one who is a Balgaiva actually loses out. The Balgaiva says, well, because I want to accomplish, I want to succeed, I want to get more. And by being a Balgaiva, one gets less. He's digging his own grave because he's cutting HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of the picture. And when you cut HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of the picture, is doomed to failure. Rabbeinu Yoyne writes this in Shari Tshuva. Rabbeinu Yoyne in Shari Tshuva in Shari Shain Oischov Zayin. He says, Gaiva, one who has holiness, misaveves kama averes. It could lead to many different sins. Umagberes yetzer leva adam alav. And it actually increases the yetzer of a person upon him. Why is that? Because the Pasuk says, Toyavas Hashem, kol gavalev. That a Baruch Hu is repulsed by those people who are arrogant. Those people who think they deserve credit because it's them who, do, who has done it and they deserve honor for that. They deserve to be respected because it's all their doing. Hashem says, it's my doing. What are you doing? It's as if you're taking off the cloak of Hashem, like the Ramban writes. You're taking the cloak of Hashem off and you're putting it on yourself. Hashem Moloch Geus Lovesh. Hashem is the one who has the cloak of Gaiva. Hashem is the one who, who could only be about Gaiva. The only one who really could boast about anything is Hashem because he's the only one who does something. So it says, it says the Sharei Tshuva here, Toyavis Hashem kol gavalev. Hashem considers it an abomination for those who have haughtiness in their heart. Even in their heart, even if they don't express it, they don't tell other people, ah, I think I'm great. But they think it inside. They think they're great inside. Hashem says, those people, they're an abomination to me. And the Balgaiva is going to be put, going to be placed in the hands and the grip of his Yetzirah. And that's what's going to cause him to do more Averis. Why? Because Hashem's help is not with him. And this comes from the Sefer HaChinuch. The Sefer HaChinuch writes in Mitzvah Kuf Ches, he says the word Te'eva comes up several times in the Torah. Abomination. What does that mean, an abomination? It's a fancy word, but what does it mean? What are the ramifications of being something being abominable to Hashem? Says the Sefer Achinus, what it means is that something that Te'eva Hashem is Sheha'oisa one who is engaged in that type of thought, that type of activity, that type of, of, of mindfulness, that type of mindset, I should say, is He will be distanced from good, from the goodness of Hashem. Hashem says, I'll remove my Ashkocha. I'll remove my personal interest in the life of this person. When Hashem is involved with a person, then he's successful. That's when a person has success. The more Hashem is involved with the person, the more success the person will have. How do we get Hashem to be more involved with us? Very simple. Take a step back. Go out of the limelight. Go out of the spotlight. He said, Hashem, it's you do. I'll put in an effort. I'll try my best. I'll try to think of things. I'll try to do the best I can. But ultimately, like Yosef HaTzadik said, Yosef, you couldn't get a, a better setup for Yosef. Hashem allowed him to interpret dreams and parry the most powerful rule of the world, invites him into the palace. This is his ticket to freedom. 
and says, No, Yosef, I hear you know how to interpret dreams. All he had to say is, Yes, it's true, but it happens to be I'm helped out by the Almighty. That's not what he said. It's not what he said. The first words that he said was, It's not true. Bill or die. This is not me. It's not me. I don't take the credit. I'm not someone who can interpret dreams. I'm not someone who could do anything. But if Hashem invests me with a certain amount of ability, then of course I can do whatever Hashem gives, gives to me and Hashem gifts to me, then I'm able to do. So the more that a person moves himself away and allows Hashem into the picture, then he's allowing Hashem into his life. And the more that a person wants to take credit that it's him doing it, I know how to do it, step aside, I'll show you how to do it, the more he does that, the more he's really trampling on Hashem, the more he's pushing Hashem away. And therefore with that, he'll have less less siyata deshmaya in his life. So this is really not only the way to become humble, but it's really the, the key to success. The key to success in Torah, and to success materially, to success in everything we want to succeed in, is really to allow Hashem into our lives. And the way we allow Hashem into our lives is by realizing how powerless, how helpless, how small we really are in this vast universe. And it's only a Kodesh Baruch who created everything and continues to create everything to make make it run, so too makes our own lives run. When we allow that to happen, and when we recognize that, then we are more siyad and with that, we'll be more successful. Agutenacht.